coming up on this episode, we began by discussing the wonders of Top Golf, our unique to-do list solutions, and how we can become the Jimmy Buffett of business consulting. Then we get into the tech news, including Apple's big and barely discounted plans for education, Westworld's plan to spoil everything, and why Washington State man freemium games as we know them. Stick around, don't panic, starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 198, recorded April 9th, 2018. Chips Ahoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on Gadgets and You. I'm Sean Jang, joined as always uh, by our very own spring flower, Mr. Dan Miller. <laughs> hey, did I did I get it? Did I did I get it right? That's what people call me. All right, Dan, Dan, the spring flower miller. That's right. I'm ready for to see some spring flowers. The trees, the trees are trying. They're trying to bloom here in Brooklyn, but uh, it's it's not happening. No, no, understandably so. It's it's confusing. Were the, were the flowers blooming in uh, Chicago? Oh my God! Well, uh, no, it was fucking freezing in Chicago. It was <laughs> it was so cold. Hey, look. Joining us on the show right now, we started without Live you. Live on location. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with my uh, my audio settings are freaking out. They're just freaking out. Well, we, we do hear and see you, so I guess that still counts. Yeah, hang on. I'll be right. Well, actually, I'm just going to switch headphones. Okay. It's <laughs> probably... Our very own uh, Colby Rabideau is going to switch his headphones. Uh, yes, thank you, Dan. I was in Chicago last week for business. I had never been to business. Chicago. Business. I was making it happen. Wow. I saw you on the golf course. You hit the, you hit the uh, what do they call it? Hit the links? What's the? <laughs> That's right, actually. You do hit is the links right? in golf. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. That wasn't even like a lame geek joke. That was like you actually nailed it. Um, no, actually, have you ever done Top Golf? No, I don't even know what Top Golf is. It's the, it's this it's the, what a great tech is it like angle. Top Chef? It, it no, believe it or not, it's not like Top Chef. No, Top Golf. <laughs> the way it works is there are that uh, that typing is very loud. You've you've oh, been really? you've been warned. You've been warned. Um, no, th- all of the golf ball. It's a driving range, which I'm sure you're familiar. You just hit the sure. ball as far as you can. Yep, but I've all the balls that. have computer chips in them, RFID, okay. I assume. And throughout the, the range are these targets, and you get points based on where your ball lands, but it's all computerized. So, That's crazy. So it knows where it, that it's your ball and where it lands, and so you hit it, it goes, it goes way out, lands somewhere. You, you can barely even see where it landed because it's so far out. I'm that good at golf. But the computer <laughs> adds up all of the adds up all the math for you, and so it'll say ding, and it shows a little graph of where your ball went. It's very neat, very high tech. Oh, cool. But I'm not, I'm not. I'm not good at golf in in any. I was by far the worst. So that was a retreat. <laughs> do you do you, you said it was a driving range? Yes. Mm. Yep. No real Holy. golf. Forget about it. Not gonna happen. <laughs> never. 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 I, 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 I've never. Golfing. I've never real golfed. I went to a driving range one time. I've also never mini golfed. Fun fact. Really? Okay. So that's... you haven't. You haven't golfed in any sense of the word. No. No. <laughs> I. 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 Right. Let a shelter in life. The the don't panic uh, spring retreat. We're gonna do axe throwing, <laughs> mini golf, and rock climbing. Rock climbing, and then we'll top it off with another escape the room. Yes, and we'll and we'll go to Avatar Land, and, and it'll just be a nice it'll be a nice time. That was before the it's show. It's going to be a, a national sort of review. We're going to do each of these in different part of the country. <laughs> yep, it will be extravagant, to say the least. Axe going in North Dakota. I don't think there's much else to do there. <laughs> rock climbing in uh, I don't in know, New York City, famed for rock their rocks. <laughs> Yeah, so what's what's going on with you gentlemen? What's what's new? I don't know. Last week. Speaking lots of work of stuff. Uh I made I made some cocktails. Nice. Any weekend. any new recipes? Oh yes. All new recipes. 
but I I'm not I can't share it yet. It's oh, not secret ready. recipe. It's the eleven uh, herbs and spices of Dan's drink. Not so much a secret recipe. It's just at the moment it's kind of a bad recipe. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so are you creating like your own signature cocktail? Is that the idea? No, I'm imitating someone else's signature cocktail. Uh, all right. That's really the like step one into being able to create your own signature cocktails. No, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Right. And they should be flattered. Yeah, <laughs> they better be. Jeez, <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it. Easter happened. That's uh, true. I watched, yeah, I, I watched some TV shows over the past two weeks, one of which we'll talk about. Uh, and maybe, Actually, you know what? I'm not going to bring those up because I might need uh, picks uh, over the next couple weeks, so smart. I'm going to save those. That's a good idea. I keep my picks in my to-do list thing. I started to do that, and then, but you know what? I should continue to do that. Good idea, Colby. Yep, it mostly works. <laughs> yeah, it only—it's only as good as what you put into it. <laughs> that's a, that's that's like most uh, things in life. It's pretty. John, do you have a to-do list app? You know, I've tried them over the years, and oh my god, you guys are going to be so ashamed. This is—I uh, swear to God, this is totally true. The mm-hmm. best organizational system I've managed to put together for myself, most of my to-dos are at the office, or at least that's where I remember to, to do things, so I have to record them. I take, because I'm green and environmental, I take things I've printed, because I do print some amount of stuff, and I tear it up into four pieces of paper, okay. and then that's my scrap paper, and I have a stack of it about that high on my desk. And I, my desk is covered in these just little scraps of paper with notes just furiously handwritten all over them. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I do it here just with uh, note cards. They're too cheap to buy me oh, these you got, at you got the office. You card? Dan, I literally have a stack of them here on my desk. There you go. And um, I, I, I just loose papers everywhere. I must look like an insane person at, at the office because it's all these little scraps the of paper. with the, the string guy uh, from Always Sunny? Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, it's, not, it's not a good look for me. I look like a lunatic. So I should probably get an app. But the, the <laughs> problem is I've done the app things before, and it's just so much easier to grab a piece of paper and write something quick than it is to use an app. I think. I think. <laughs> Now, if you have, so you have your Siri on your phone, one thing Siri yep. is actually good at is setting up tasks and, like, reminders mm-hmm. uh, and to-do things. And if you have a Mac, which I believe you do, you can turn Siri into the uh, text-only mode and use it to write down, like, remind me to do this. Well, the issue I have is almost none of my to-dos are timed. They don't, yeah, they don't have to be. No, it still works well if there's no deadline. Because uh, then it's, not, I, it's, it's more of a to-do than a reminder. Right. At that point. That's true. That's true. I, I live everything on the cool and breezy, Dan. Nothing's due anytime, okay? It's uh-huh. just <laughs> whenever you get to it is A-okay. I'm the Jimmy Buffett of the office. <laughs> You're... Uh... <laughs> That'd be that'd be a you're cool. Unwind, like, relaxing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like Sean. I feel like that'd be a great uh, like office like productivity consultant persona for you. Yes. Like, the, 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 the the Jimmy Buffett of personal productivity. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's a A plus brand. <laughs> it is a brand. Well, that's sweet. And Colby, you're in uh, you're in you're in New York City as well. I am. I'm back. Did uh, you did you break right. into someone's home to do the show? <laughs> no, no. Like this, Scott, is, uh, this is a hotel room. Like uh, the EPA guy. That's a very de- that's a very decorated. It has weird like abstract art. On I ge- the wall. I genuinely thought that was an Airbnb. <laughs> that was why I cracked that joke. I'm very surprised. <laughs> I think they'd probably. I I assume they'd be pleased that you thought it was an Airbnb. Um, it is like weirdly spacious for a New York hotel room. Like, I feel like this is the size, double the size of the last hotel room I had here. Mm-hmm. Um, they give you the executive suite. No, <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, there is no natural light that comes into this room as far as I can tell. It's the dungeon suite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe that's a thing. 
I don't know. Apparently in Stockholm, it's relatively common that hotel rooms are below ground because for half the year, the sun doesn't go down. <laughs> so it helps you sleep. <laughs> and Oh, that's that's a good point. And geothermal yeah. heating. Right, right. <laughs> the best of both worlds. All yeah. right. So it's been two weeks. Yes. So I'm sure we have tons and tons of tech news. There's no, I... I... I felt so guilty going through because it's, you know, the problem is there's a lot of tech news, but we're very picky on this program. Right. Right? We only we only show the best. Oh, yeah. No, this is we highly curated. All right. This is this is a, a, a personalized experience. OK, we use the finest in artificial our intelligence <laughs> to, to, to custom tailor. What, what most people don't realize, guys, is that. Every listener gets a different show. The stories are individually tailored to your needs. Are you is wait, does this mean that the original Dan, Sean, and Colby made like an AI to like create their responses to these stories and oh. that we're all just robots? We've been dead for years, Dan. <laughs> oh, this, wow. this is we captured our likenesses to be used in perpetuity to deliver the most relevant and up-to-date tech news to our listeners every week <laughs> and, although we're sometimes awesome. we're not here which is weird i don't know why we take weeks off we're well, talking because because it's we part took of the weeks off originally so this it's all in the for the purposes of realism yeah real people wouldn't still be doing the show after 200 episodes that that would be crazy <laughs> nope not a chance <laughs> oh dear but yes dan we do have a couple stories in here and if there are stories that aren't in the rundown that you want to talk about we certainly can as well um but there aren't a lot so where would you guys like to start did we even talk about the apple event uh our last episode no because it was on tuesday so we we just missed it we just oh, did missed we, it did we like preempted we i don't know did we predict things about it did yeah, we hype it up yeah we did a I little i don't even remember talking about it yeah no we did a little colby why are you playing with the skype approach just <laughs> like a big thumbs up suddenly comes up on the screen <laughs> it didn't do anything when i clicked the button it didn't do anything on my screen oh no that's we... why i kept clicking the button <laughs> no there was like a big thumbs up over your face and then a big heart over your face it's very <laughs> odd that's a, that sounds odd. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm Skype, glad Skype is working on those important updates. Add a lot of value. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, we can talk about the education event. You know, we didn't... I think we did a, a smidge of a preview, but I don't remember... I don't remember what we said or what we talked about, so... So, well, that's fine. We can I'm dig sure right we, in. I'm sure our preview is more exciting. Oh, no, as... Everything we do is. Uh, no, so uh, Apple's education event happened last week out in Chicago. I just missed it. I did get to see the fancy new Apple store in Chicago. That was exciting. Oh, yeah, like built into a fountain or something. It is a like... lot. You know, the angles they take all those cool photos of it from make it look. It's not that big. It looks really big in the photos. It's like the size of a regular Apple store. Like, I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Maybe it's because you see through the glass, so it, like, looks bigger. And they always shoot it really low, so it looks really... It's just like a reg... I mean, it's nice looking, but it's not as big as you'd think. It's like, like apartment listing photos, like they use yes. a wide-angle lens. So the, exactly. So the, the, the 250-square-foot studio apartment looks looks two two to three size, times as large. You, claim, I, you said this was a two-bedroom Apple store. <laughs> Not a chance <laughs> at, at these prices. Uh, so let's talk about what they announced, starting with the hardware. A new iPad. We talked about this. The cheaper iPad. We said, how cheap does a cheap iPad have to go for it to be valued to schools? The good news, guys, they've discounted it by $30. That's right. The <laughs> $329 iPad is now $299. But for that $299, you get an iPad now with stylus support, supporting the Apple Pencil and the new Crayon Stylus, which we'll talk about in a second. It will also include Touch ID, uh, FaceTime camera, rear camera, A10 Fusion chip, 10 hours of battery life with an LTE version as well. Uh, it's $299 for schools, but if you want to go out and buy one, you certainly can for $329, the same price as... Uh, as the old 9.7 inch. And this is, is this exactly the same as an iPad Pro except for the screen now at this point? 
Uh, that's a really good question, Dan. I actually don't know what the exact feature breakdown is between these. It's very confusing. Yeah. Now. So I'm going to go to their website because there's, because right now, according to Apple, you can get, there's the 12.9 inch pro, the 10.5 inch pro, and then this iPad and the mini, which I cannot believe they still make. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, the camera, there's a 4k camera in, well, they claim 4k. I don't know how good 4k it is. There's a, there's a better camera in the pro. Um, there's a better chip cause it's the a 10 X that's in the pro. Okay, but not um, I'm trying to think of what else, but that's kind of the, obviously the display's bigger. And how um, much cheaper is it? And the true tone. It's a lot cheaper, right? Than the pro. Yeah. So let's just say you're getting the baseline, whatever the smallest gigabyte sizes in Wi-Fi. Uh, mm-hmm. We just said 329 for the regular iPad. The 10.5 inch pro is 649. So you're talking at almost twice as much. Um, and then yeah. the, the 12.9 is 800. So Ooh. it is a big, a big, uh, big update on that. That's a good deal. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, two two ninety nine is uh, uh, certainly a cheaper price. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, is it? I, I, it's kind of dumb because we were all expecting a cheap iPad and. We got, uh, I guess, a slightly better iPad for slightly less cost. I don't know. Do you guys think two ninety nine is an attractive price? Uh, it's more attractive. I thought. Yeah. I don't. You know, and I'm not a school, so I don't Wait, really what? understand. <laughs> well. <laughs> you sure? I would, I would go to the Dan Miller College of. You've all been going to the Dan Miller College for the past two months. <laughs> I was going to say, he's been schooling us for a long time. <laughs> um, no, I I was considering getting one. I have an iPad Air 2, so it's kind of crufty at this point. But to be mm-hmm. honest, it works fine. I don't play any games on it, so it doesn't need to be super fancy. Uh I do really want to try it, like having an Apple Pencil, but that's probably just going to be a waste of money, and I'll use it for like a week and never use it again. Um, I use my Apple Pencil for D&D planning. That's what I use it for. And that's a pretty cool use case. All those maps, Apple Pencil. Um, What was I going to say? The da, 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 da. I thought that the whatever 10.3 inch size or whatever the smallest iPad Pro size is was just going to be the size of iPads from now on. So I was surprised. I thought they were going to release a cheaper, less powerful 10.3 inch size. Mm. It's kind of crazy that they have four different iPad sizes now. Uh, yeah, and screen size, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but I might... Then, yeah. Uh, plus three different phone screen sizes well if you count the ones just that they're currently making uh supported ipads is probably four or five different iphones probably four or five different screen sizes Uh, that's a lot more than it was i don't know if like the 5s still counts as supported uh what what are the different i there's there's the eight the eight plus and the iphone 10 are all different screen resolutions no, I'm sorry. I meant I meant iPads. Like oh, the the mini this nine point seven inch, the Pro ten point five, and the Pro twelve point seven. Oh, so the Pro iPad. I have the 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 smaller iPad Pro. That's yeah, the different nine. screen size than the other ones. Yeah, ten point five. Yeah, the resolution and and sort of uh, ratio is is slightly different. Man, I I forgot. Yeah, I'm not and qualified and, to be on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> Get out of town. Get out of here. Uh, no, and Dan, actually, I'll remind you, they still manufacture the iPhone SE, right? And isn't that oh true? And Good that's point. at the even smaller size. Yeah, that's the five F's five five S size. Yeah. Good so, point. Um, I think you're right. It is. It's confusing. I think. Although I guess it's a little better now that because they used to do multiple of the nine point seven inch. And now they've kind of compressed that because there was the air and then there was the, the cause you get the air two and the air three. And then, you know, oh yeah, they were kind of doubling up with the old version. So at least I think it's a little simplified 
in that respect. But you're right. I, I can't imagine supporting all of, my only thought would be, do you think it's an accessory thing that so many accessories fit 9.7 inch iPads and the general dimensions don't change enough that let, you know, schools that bought lots of cases or things of that nature, you, you, uh, you, you might not want, you might not want to mess with the physical size of the device. Maybe that's an interesting point. I don't know. I would be really interested in knowing what percentage of schools like have an iPad uh, or have had iPads. I have no idea. Well, we talked from the media makes the- it sound like it's very small because they're playing up this like Chromebook angle. It was. Uh, we talked about this on the show last time. It was schools that were Apple schools, so I don't know if that means MacBooks versus iPads. I would assume mostly iPads. Um, and that was uh-huh. like 15, 20%, give or take somewhere in there. So it, you know, not, not a, not a non-significant amount. 15, 20%. Yeah, it was somewhere in there. Um, I don't have wow. the exact figures in front of me. Well, in that case, yeah, I, I think that's possible. The, the, the thing that absolutely baffles me is, is the $30. It's, it, it's so confusing because I, I don't, at that point, Either you have to discount it more for schools so it seems like a discount, or why not just make it two ninety nine for everybody? Like like uh, oh yeah 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 you know it, like it, why am right. I paying an extra thirty dollars versus schools? That's such a weird. Mm. Here's the thing though, Sean, thirty dollars times a thousand is a lot of money. If a school is buying a thousand iPads, and thirty dollars times a hundred thousand. Is even more money. A million. A lot of money for Apple. I don't disagree, but I'm just... And maybe... I'm sure there's some accountant somewhere that told them this was a great idea. I'm just saying, as a consumer, it really is a a dumb idea. A, because $329 is a weird price. You make it $299 or $350. Why are you... Why are you splitting the difference, Apple? That's very upsetting. And I just don't... I, I just... It doesn't... Three twenty nine is is a very odd price to me. I don't know why you would do that. I get that you're making thirty dollars more per iPad. That is still dumb. Most consumers don't even know though that like you this is a there's a school price and it's thirty dollars cheaper. Mm. Well, and apparently what I was reading is it's not hard to qualify as a school. Appa- apparently no. the rules. I now nah, I did not. Re- I did not. Is it, is it like qualifying as a church? Yeah. Should we just register right now? Yeah, avoid those taxes, absolutely. Should we register Don't Panic as a, as a religious institution? Well, we've been saying for Where years... Where is it people... accompanying school? <laughs> the Ta-da. Dan Miller School of... <laughs> yeah. Hard knocks. <laughs> yeah, we can give Soft out those knocks. continuing education <laughs> credits. Absolutely. Uh, I will say, fan of the show, Percy, in our Twitch chat room, thank you, Percy, uh, mentions the $30 discount for schools has been like that for years. It's not new. Oh, that would explain a like lot. the 10% thing? Yeah. Oh, it is 10%. Aha! Aha! I did not put that together. Okay, that makes perfect. See, this is why we have a chat room. Good job. Thank you. Damn it. We are we are not fit to host this program. I, I <laughs> see. Right. I didn't get my my. I didn't finish my degree at the Dan Miller School of Hard Knocks. You did. Right. Big mistake. Oh, are you sure? Because I thought we awarded you a degree. Did you? Oh, I haven't received it. Otherwise, it'd be <laughs> oh. hanging up on my wall. <laughs> I'll have to fix that. If you, if, you, if you send me a certificate, I'll hang it up. Don't tempt me. Um. Anyhow, that is Apple's affordable iPad. Uh, you be the judge of how affordable it is. Uh, also announced the Logitech Crayon Stylus. Uh, Called if, it. If you think the $99 Apple Pencil was too excited or $89 for students and teachers, then you might be interested in the Logitech Crayon. It's $49. It will have colorful orange bands that make it a bit more playful. Uh, you will still have to charge it via lightning, and it won't have quite as many features as the pencil itself. Um the pencil doesn't have that many features. Well, that's that's what I'm trying to figure out exactly what it's not pressure sensitive. Is that what it is? Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So it'll it's a pretty good stylus. Um, I'm sure. Uh, Apple uh, Logitech will also offer a $99 iPad case with a keyboard component that is designed to be rugged um, for kids who beat up on their shit at schools. Also known as all kids. 
But who totally called this? Now I remember us talking about this because I was... Ugh, such a good idea. But by the way, the crayon will only be available for schools. You will not be able to buy it as a regular consumer. Why? I don't know why Apple does anything anymore. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> but I no, I agree. I like, think they would why, sell a ton uh, of these. Right. Like, why not? Because they want you to buy the $100 Apple Pencil. That, that's the only thing I can think of is they, they just don't... They just don't want to discount stylus because how many people do actually need the pressure sensitive side? I mean, actually, not many people. It. And I think think about all the kids that have have iPads at home. Uh, and if this was actually more rugged, uh, I could see parents picking it up, even if it's the same price, because yep. then they don't they only have to buy one. I feel like. I'm a little disappointed they didn't make any updates for the Apple Pencil itself, because the stupid like cap thing it's like and an eraser colby yeah it's like an eraser that doesn't do anything and you lose how cool yeah. would it be if you could turn it around and erase with it that seems like another no-brainer yeah that'd be awesome that'd be great that'd be wonderful um that seems but, very easy to do i mean i mean you if there's you'd a- have to have a whole other half of the pencil that is basically a pencil no, but, well, yeah, I mean, I guess if, again, you want the pressure, but if you just, you could just put a little stylus nub on the top. I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be super pressure sensitive for erasing, does it? Maybe. I, but that would also be really cool. If you could, like, lightly erase something just to fade it out. Wow, Dan, that sounds super cool. Right? <laughs> I know, how cool does that sound? <laughs> Back me up here. It's kind of cool. <laughs> A little cool. A little cool. I definitely had a uh, one of those like drawing tablet things. Not like a fancy one, but like what are, what's the brand that makes the drawing tablets? Uh, Whack Whackum Wacom. Yes, Wacom. Yes. That Wacom. Um, I had one of those, and the the stylus had a an eraser like that it had like the drawing side and it had like you flipped it over and it had an eraser um, it was cool it did work most of the time um i wasn't very good at drawing uh so well why know, don't but, why don't but, go ahead I was, I was, why don't they just take the pencil and make it so when you flip it over twice it know it's got a gyroscope it knows you flipped it twice and then it, it's an eraser, and then you flip it twice again, and it's a pencil. That would be a very un-Apple thing. They would want uh, it to look and feel like an eraser. I'm just, uh, you know, usually you Apple takes act. my ideas, so. <laughs> um, but anyway. Yeah. No, that's only me. I called, I called AirPods, and I called the crayon. So what's next, Dan? Yeah. WWDC's coming up next in June. Let me. Th- I have to think about it. All right, you you are are su- Who's the who's the big Apple guy who for Bloomberg who always predicts all their shit? Mark something. Uh, Step aside, that guy. Zara. Uh, well, who's the uh, who's the uh, the guy who like predicted the apocalypse in like medieval times? Nostradamus. Our very yes. own Nostradamus is here. <laughs> but just for Apple, just for Apple. Not 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 as you know high stakes, but right. <laughs> Um, we also saw updates at this event to iWork, which I know everyone's super jazzed about, um, that incorporates support for the Apple Pencil. Pages also includes a digital book creation tool for teachers and students. Numbers can create lab reports. Clips will get kid-friendly filters. Clips is the one where you can edit the video in it. Um, and teachers will be able to mark up documents on pages with the Apple Pencil, similar to how they may grade a paper. I only use Keynote, uh, but Keynote is the best. I'm pro keynote. If I have to, I haven't had to write something since college, but at the in college I would use Pages, and it was fine. So part of my job is a small part, but part of my job is we do a lot of like document editing, like data sheets and things for our products, and we are always making edits and changes and writing on paper. I would love to just do it all on iPad with a pencil and just be able to write on it. So I think that's a cool, especially for schools, I think that's a great 
I think that's a great these, feature. These end. sheets are handwritten. What the ones I deal with? Yeah. No, just the edits on them. So it's like, oh, cross out this word and oh, write something I else, see. and um, but just being able to quickly jot jot it with a pencil, right on a you know, and then email it. We're literally handing paper between people by hand. I feel you like can I'm in do the stone that right age. now with preview. I don't know if it works with the Apple Pencil. Well, you can like draw things. We're also a actually. I think we could do it with Windows because we have Office 365. So I bet we could in Word and Surface tablets if we really wanted to, but we don't. So we're not <clears> going to. Um, we also saw some classroom management apps. A new app called Schoolwork will allow teachers to manage their classroom digitally. Teachers can hand out digital assignments to students, such as homework activities and mark due dates on various projects. Um, to accommodate those document attachments, Apple will update student iCloud accounts to include 200 gigabytes of storage by default. Um, for teachers, they will also have their Apple Teacher program that will teach teachers how to use Apple apps in the classroom. Oof. All right. So, That's enough. There you That's go. That's enough. I'm done talking about this. Wow. Putting his foot down. All right. All right, Dan, <laughs> since you're so bold, where are we going next? Oh, man, there are so many options. You're, I, it, we're going to be here all night. You, you've been warned. You know what? I want to talk about Westworld. We can talk about Westworld. We can, every, everyone's... Uh, I can't remember. Did you actually watch Westworld, Sean? It's tough to keep track of all I the I did. That's the one watched. show I insisted on oh, watching watch as it aired. One. I did. That was the because I knew and I said if I don't watch the first couple episodes, I'll never watch it. So I I watched every episode. And you, who who recommended decoding Westworld podcast? Colby, great, very helpful. Enjoying that. <laughs> hope, hope that comes back for season two. Me too. Um, so no, I I was all in I on wanted, Westworld. I wanted decoding Westworld on this news. Yeah, this is interesting. Well, and I should absolutely preface this by saying this just came out today and there are a lot of rumors online that they may not actually do this and it's all a publicity stunt <laughs> that being said uh the creators of hbo's westworld announced a novel plan to combat online spoilers they're going to give away all the big secrets from the show's upcoming second season before a single episode airs creators jonathan nolan brother of christopher nolan and lisa joy made the announcement today during a reddit ama um they said, quote, if you guys agree, we're going to post a video that lays out the plot and twists and turns of season two. Everything. The whole sword thing. Up front. That way, the members of the community here who want the season spoiled for them can watch ahead and then protect the rest of the community and help to distinguish between what's theory and what's spoiler. Yeah. Uh, that's a... Uh... Good idea. Bad idea. Feels like <sighs> some like philosophical construct where you're... Uh, you're... Like they try to see what what humans will do under like certain circumstances. One of them being if if you could ask to know what like happens, would you like how many people would ask, or would the fact that it's so easily attainable mean that no one will ask? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I'm not gonna look at it. I I I was sort of on the fence about looking at read it at all for this one mm. do you do you do you folks look at well i know sean doesn't really watch tv colby do you look at uh, like reddits and fan things for tv shows that you watch i don't really read it no i don't usually google tv shows that i watch the closest thing i get for westworld is is listening to decoding westworld which like sometimes they talk about that stuff which i enjoy I enjoy listening to them talk about it. So I guess they're also they, not going to be like talking about like photos that someone took from on top of a mountain of like the filming. Right. Yeah. Right. I feel like they, they talk about like the, the fan theories and like sometimes, you know, some of the fan theories turned out to be correct. And some of them turned out to be like, mm, out of, out of, out of left field. Right. Um, that's what like I enjoyed that part of it. I feel like that that the speculation is almost part of the the watching experience for me. Like I could see how someone who is like not trying to have like an extra two hours of podcasts about the show every week, like is maybe not interested in 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 hearing the spoilers. And I think like I guess maybe I guess if I wasn't I wasn't it ingesting it that way it might not be interesting if i just saw on twitter like oh people think like the man in black is whoever 
mm-hmm. maybe that would be a bummer, but I don't know. I like it. I I like the speculation. You know, I, I, I yeah, I really liked watching it with people because we could speculate in our own little bubble. Right. That was fun. If if you have the entire world speculating about something, I feel like it's much more. It feels like the posts that get a lot of upvotes are probably correct, although that's not true. And then there, but then there are things like Game of Thrones that have been going on for decades, and there are still new theories, and it doesn't feel like we know what's right. So I don't know. I think Westworld opened themselves up for this by being like like a gotcha gotcha mystery show where they mm-hmm. but they want to have all these clues that for you look back and be like whoa it's mm-hmm. right man yeah i do i wonder uh i wonder if that'll be this continue to be the case it seems pretty it's like one thing to do that the first season of a show yeah but like the, the second season too like i feel like they certainly can't do the same like multiple time oh, spoilers but like i feel like they can't do the same like multiple timeline sort of thing that uh that they did this time because like then it'll just be like it's like oh this is obviously they're they're the same i don't know well, they're it's kind different of, it's kind of that lost problem where it's you know, you can't twist your way out of a twist, and and at some point they have to <laughs> they have to settle down. Otherwise, things will get off the rails very quickly. Mm. Um, no, this is this is bonkers. This is they cannot do this. They can't do this. <laughs> they can't do this. And you know why? Because I'm not I, I'm not worried. Tell about, me why, Sean. I'm not worried about the Westworld people, Dan, because I can choose not to watch that video, and I wouldn't if they put it out because I don't want to spoil it. The problem is all your dipshit friends who do watch the video and think it's fun to spoil it for you. If if there was some sort of law where you get to watch the Westworld spoiler video, but then you are sworn to secrecy. And you're like segregated from the rest of humanity. Yes, you're, you're putting <laughs> that would, that would be a cool special TV show. camps for the Westworld people. <laughs> then, then yes, I would be for that. But you know, it's so you can't put the genie back in the bottle. And once you announce these, it's one thing if it leaks a little bit, and then you're like, well, it might not be true. It might be true. You know, we don't really know. And that blurry photo you were talking about, well, it's blurry. We think we know. You know, that's part of the fun, but you never know anything for sure. With this, it's like, no, this is what's going to unless. There's no way they're crazy enough to put fake shit in there. No, no one would ever trust them again if they did that. You cannot put fake stuff. That would be brilliant. You know, where it's like, and then we're watching the show like, none of that shit happened. (laughs) That was crazy. Um, I think think that's actually a really good idea. Because, you know, like you could spoil season one pretty quickly uh, and, and say that you had like, done all the plot points uh and it would have take it would take you like oh like six episodes to know whether or not that was true or not if someone like i'm not going to say what westworld's about but say westworld is about uh oh like the government has made uh military robots that live in society and they have regular jobs uh and then like the the whole point of the show is that like everyone's a robot and we're all like in the matrix. Uh, it, you could imagine a TV show that that could plausibly have that plot, not really revealing any of that until over halfway through the episode or season. So I think if it were me, that's what I would do. I would I would put in this like it would be a two minute long video, and I would put something that sounds like plausible, and I would make it so that the first couple episodes do not disprove this. And then oh, screw those people over. That's so mean. That's so mean, though. And then, you know what else is mean, though, Sean? Spoiling the show for people. As but, you that, just just, but that's what I'm saying. Then you, at that point, you just don't do it. I mean, I think it. I think it would be funny to piss a lot of people. Cosmic justice. But God damn, your fans would. There's no way your fans would ever come back to you after you pulled a <laughs> stunt like that. No way. No way. The ones who didn't watch the video would. Well, true. And do you really? The people who did watch the video, do you really want them as your fans? Right. <laughs> You know, do you need them? This is a way to weed them out. Yes. Is is this like some Willy Wonka-esque, you know, like test to see if you're worthy of inheriting the chocolate factory? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. And if you watch the video, you're locked out of your HBO account forever. It just says, good day, sir. Yeah. 
you lose. <laughs> Good day. Yes. Um, no, there. I, I'm going to say right here, right now on the show, recorded for all of time. There's no okay. fucking way they do this. Zero percent right. chance they do this. <laughs> they are not both, going to do both this. Versions or uh, uh, both versions. They will do nothing oh. about. No, no way. Absolutely no way. It's not going to. This is all a publicity stunt, and good for them because we're talking about it on our not at all popular podcast. But I, there, there, you, you, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. It's so insane. John, are you a betting man? I'm a betting man. I've lost bets to you on the show before, Dan. So I'm ready for them. I remember what they were because I feel like I need to be cashing in. I just make a bet. I just remember I I you we we bet five dollars once, and I remember I did have to pay you that five (laughs) dollars. I don't remember. Uh, Let's make a bet. Want to make another five dollar bet? I'll make another five dollar bet. I'll bet that they'll do this. All right, you're on. What what so so what are the print what what are Sean's betting they're not going to do this at all. And I'm betting that they will make a video that purports to like describe the plot of season two. Yes, whether they're real or not, you get the five (laughs) dollars. But they're no, absolutely not. Not going to happen. The only thing I will say is I think I get credit only if it is so obviously if it's brick rolling level fake. Uh-huh. If it if it if it turns into a publicity stunt joke where it's like, you know, all the robots are really, you know, the Wally or some crazy I don't know. But it's just like so outlandish. Okay, I'm gonna take credit for that one. But if, if it's sure. purported to be real spoilers, real in quotations, then yes, Dan, five dollars is yours. Not gonna happen. Okay. Shut that shit down. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> let's check the clock. We've got time for one more story here. I know there are a lot to choose from. Hmm. They're, they're a thrill. Turns out fake gambling is actually real gambling. Yes, sir. I'm not familiar with this story. Oh, boy. Wait, yeah, did we just gamble? This is a was deep this, cut. Was that fake gambling or real gambling that we just did? No, no, that was that was real. That was a, a real that, wager. That was real. That was real. <laughs> Yeah, I hope the courts aren't watching. No, this is just an interesting story I found, uh, compliments of GeekWire. A, there's a company called Big Fish Games, and they have a game called Big Fish Casino. And it's one of those really generic casino apps that, for some reason, people use. A federal appeals court ruled Wednesday that the Big Fish Casino game constitutes illegal online gambling according to Washington state law, in a case that could have major implications for the casual games markets. So the way it works, uh, it's a series of games like slots, blackjack, and roulette that use virtual chips. The chips have no monetary value themselves, but players can only play as long as they have the chips. When they run out, they have to wait until the game offers more free chips, or they can buy more chips with real money and jump back in. Oh. Now, well, but their theory is, because you can never actually cash the chips out, so the game company would say, well, that's not really gambling. You know, you can buy more (laughs) chips, but it's a game. Just like you can buy... (laughs) crates of loot and other things whatever but there is a a line in the washington state gambling laws that refers to quote something of value if you're gambling something of value that's considered gambling now the game company says well they're fake coins they aren't worth anything uh but the woman who sued big fish disagrees she spent more than a thousand dollars on these virtual chips um, and argued that they represent something of value uh quote uh, the judge said without virtual chips a user is unable to play big fish casinos various games thus if a user runs out of virtual chips and wants to continue playing she or she must buy more chips to have the privilege of playing the game likewise if a user wins chips the user wins the privilege of playing uh the game without charge in some these virtual chips extend the privilege of playing the game hence something of value so like Hmm. Are other games like does this no. affect like non like obviously this game is like simulating actual gambling, but how is how, how it seems like it still applies to like something like I don't know Farmville or whatever. 
Yeah, I mean, it's going to, uh, according to this article, it's going to bounce around in the courts. It's going to go from appeal court to appeal court. I mean, this is far from over, but uh, if it were to stand, essentially any game with a concept of a virtual currency that either reloads over time for free or can be purchased to continue playing might fall under the statute. Now, of course, this is specifically Washington state law, so mm. it's theoretical they could ban certain things from Washington but continue it in other states. Um, but it is an interesting question that, you know, is this or is this not? Gambling. And do they have a definition of gambling? Um, They do. I don't. It's not the fully fleshed out in this article. They really focus on the okay. something of value argument. Right. Because um, I feel like a lot of games. I mean, you get. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I guess the question of what is gambling is like probably pretty well fleshed out. Compared to some of these Well, things. apparently very state to state. I mean, technically, your March Madness bracket, if you're gambling money on it, I mean, technically, <laughs> that is illegal gambling. You know? Right. Um, that's got a little more real money on the line. But there are no specific federal laws governing online gambling. So it really is, is done this right now at the state level. Now, here, here's, here's an interesting take on this. Imagine the same same company, same setup, except you can't buy the currency. But you could trade it with someone in-game. You could give them, like, one of your masks or something for some in-game currency. And then, of course, someone could set up, like, a black market where they, you know, you Venmo them 100 bucks and you get coins. Like, this is how it worked in, like, World of Warcraft and stuff. Yeah. People would go on eBay and do this. Would that be illegal gambling? It's valuable because people are attaching value to it. Yeah, but that's just a transaction at that point, right? I think it's it's because you're using these chips to play the... You know, if you... If World of Warcraft required you had a minimum number of chips to continue... You know, you know what I mean? It, it's because you need the chips to continue playing the game. Right. They, as they say, extend the privilege of playing the game, uh, hence creating mm -hmm. that value. So I think just straight transactionally, you'd probably be okay. What this really does is it just challenges the freemium model, essentially. Yeah, or at least the... good. I feel like there are different freemium models, right? Like, there are freemium models where, like, you can use indefinitely use some service for sure. something um but it's like limited in in some way or another like i don't know like dropbox like you can use your two gigabytes of storage indefinitely you can just always use that but if you want more you have to pay for it yep uh versus this thing where you can like or, or games like that where you can like i mean i guess it's like limited in time maybe it's just the I feel like I have read things that suggest that, you know, slot machines and like those sorts of games are, are pressing the same sorts of like psychological buttons, right? Like, like the, the, the flashy dopamine hit thing, mm -hmm. um, which is interesting. Like it, I, in a way, like it's not that different. You're still, yeah. It's not different at all, really. This like, is how all just... games work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> at, a, right. at a certain level. Like, oh, it really feels good when I, like, win the game. I'm just going to keep playing Overwatch until I win. Right. Uh, one more. Just one more win, and then, I'll, then I'm done for the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Yep. The only issue comes in is that when you're playing with virtual currency that's considered something of value even if it's not tied to a real world currency what about time is time oh, worthless time something of worthless value? nope <laughs> nope nope that's been proven it's deep that's deep we gotta move on to picks before <laughs> bail out bail out bail out hit eject panic <laughs> picks. picks the part of the show where each of us brings something we want to share with the world and we've got some good ones here um i, I think totally uh dan gets to go first this week dan never gets to go yeah. first yeah 
What's what's yeah. up, Dan? What's what's good in Dan land? All right, so on Do by Friday, this awesome podcast that Sean doesn't listen to, uh, they briefly mentioned that like, oh, there's this cool new uh, net uh, documentary on Netflix about cults. Uh, and I was like, that sounds interesting. It sounds like they really enjoyed it. So I looked it up. It's called Wild Wild Country. And I put it on and I couldn't look away. Uh, I haven't been this glued to a documentary. Like Icarus, I re- recommended a couple weeks ago. That was a good documentary. But I, I didn't feel like transfixed by it in the same way I did with this. And it reminded me of when I watched like Making a Murderer and some of those things where it's just so it's dramatic beyond you couldn't have made this story up and the characters are so insane uh and they're real people and they talk to a bunch of them and they're you know living their lives uh the ones who you know are still alive to live them uh i I don't want to give too much away it's if you if looking at like people in a cult is something that fascinates you and hearing them talk about how they ended up in that situation and how they got out of it and what it felt like to be there and seeing like the videos of the cult leaders speaking and being really like personable and what's what's the word like uh not egotistical no uh yeah you know what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like cult leadery. Yeah, what's the uh, like magnetic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like politicians have this quality also. Uh, charismatic. Charismatic. Yes, yes, yes. Thank Got you, it. thank you, thank you. Uh, check it out. Wild Wild Country. Six episodes, an hour each. They'll they'll fly by. It uh, it's so funny. Netflix is pumping out so much content these days. Like for five minutes, this is all my Twitter feed was talking about, and then it was gone, and they were moved on to the next thing. It's been out for almost a month, and I I saw it in like my recommended things. I was like, yeah, it sounds like something about like, like horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, not interested. Ugh. neat. Well, good. I look forward. To- I was trying to think of what the most balls to the wall documentary I've ever seen is. Like just the most insane. Maybe so. the Jinx was pretty balls to the, the wall. The, yes, the, and the, it was like the Jinx. Yeah. The Jinx in Making a Murderer. Oh, those, if you say that, then... Yeah. yeah, okay, now you've you've really got my attention. Sean, do you remember that documentary we watched about the Paul McCartney conspiracy or I whatever? do, I that do. Was, that was pretty balls to the false wall. False pole. <laughs> he was false pole. Yeah, I do remember that. The Lost Tapes of George Harrison. If, if that ever gets back <laughs> up on Netflix, don't watch it. Um... <laughs> I watched a, a documentary. It was on Netflix years and years and years ago. I don't know if it still is uh, about Americans who defected to North Korea during the Korean War. Yeah, and they interview them. That one was pretty uh, unlookable. Also, mm. well, uh, very cool, Colby. What uh, what what have you been up to? Uh, Far Cry Five. It came out two weeks ago. <laughs> It's super fun. It's like exactly it's super fun. It's it's fun in the exact same way that Far Cry Four was fun. So like, if you didn't like Far Cry Four, you probably won't like Far Cry Five. But if you did, it's a great time. Is the co-op uh, more interesting at all? I don't know. I haven't co-opted yet with anyone. I suspect it's the same. Like you do the same. Uh, like you can do all the like side missions and stuff, but maybe not the story missions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but I, strictly speaking, I don't know because I haven't done it yet. But I like it. Speaking of, well, actually, weirdly enough, speaking of cults and uh, wasting your time playing video games, it's, it's very topical. Oh, it is. Well, the the bad guys. Oh, right, the bad. Okay. Yes, the story in Far Cry Five. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I think I've been inspired to do a new sub segment in the pick segment, where whenever any of us picks anything that's available on Amazon, let's look at the one star reviews. Today's one star review of Far Cry Five comes from user Kevin Bell, who bought it on Kevin. PlayStation Four, and write. <laughs> Review titled One Star. He wrote, um, I ordered it and it came in Spanish. I'm confused. Help. 
<laughs> Good <laughs> luck, Kevin. We're, we're rooting for you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, very cool. Far Cry 5. Get it for your platform of choice. What's um, your pick, Sean? Oh, Dan, you know, I thought you'd never ask. Uh, my pick is Bleacher Report. I know you guys are big sportos, big sports fans. That's uh, right. And that means you know that we're about to enter one of the most exciting periods of sports during any year. That's because Baseball we, regular season? Not only baseball regular season, Dan, but we're about to kick off the NBA playoffs and the Stanley Cup championship. Oh, my God. At the same time, it's going to be nonstop sports action. And you're asking yourself, Sean, how am I supposed to keep up with all the sport? And the, the goddamn NFL draft is at the end of the month. It's going to be crazy. Oh. There are a lot of ways you can get your sports. Uh, I find the best sports alert app and the and the fastest is the Bleacher Report app. If you know Bleacher Report, they're actually owned by Turner, uh, who owns TBS and TNT and you know the big Turner Communications. Uh, this is their sports brand. Actually, friend of I really don't think I can call him friend of the show, but I can call him friend of us. Eric Vandervoort works for um, he works oh. for Turner. I don't know if he works for Bleacher Report specifically or not, uh, but he is a writer over there. You should go check out his stuff. He's um, He's very. He, I actually saw an article he wrote on Twitter that he didn't. Someone else randomly tweeted about, and I saw it. I saw the byline. Eric Vandervoort. Uh, so I know that. That's guy. awesome. Um. Anyway, yes. Check out their mobile app. Uh. You can put in all your favorite teams and your favorite sports, and you get the alerts on your phone. Uh. They're very fast to put things up. Uh. With very interesting stories as well. Plus, they do that nice thing that not enough apps do. You know, they enabled in the in the notifications where there can be a video embedded in the notification. Yes. And nobody does it, but it's a really cool feature. They do it with a lot of their stuff. So that is a big bonus. So you don't have to actually open the app to view the video. I've never seen anything like that. I had no idea uh, that that Nest, happened. Nest does it. Uh, and uh, Citizen does it also. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but those are the only two I've seen do it. Yeah. I signed up for a Nextdoor account hoping to observe some, like, Nextdoor shenanigans like they talk about on Dubai Friday and, like, nothing happened. It's Just only happened to me that one time when someone asked someone to come over. <laughs> uh, maybe I shouldn't say that'll compromise my OPSEC. No, yeah, we, we can do that. Gary will come snooping around. Um, yeah, no, mine's very light. The other day someone was, was asking, uh, there were a lot of hypodermic needles around their house and they were wondering why. So mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. guess this is good. I called the hospital. No, they said there weren't supposed to be any hypodermic needles in my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so Bleacher Report, it's an app. It's on uh, Android and iOS. So you can check that out if you're looking for good sports news on the go. Uh, that wraps up this episode, guys. Unless you have anything else you'd like to say to the world. No. No. Is, is there any, uh, do we have any exciting tech news to look forward to? No. Okay. No, no, it's pretty, pretty quiet. I mean, there's the ongoing whatever crazy shenanigans Facebook will get up to oh, yeah. in the next couple weeks. We'll, we kind we'll of breeze through it this week, week, but yeah. Um, so there's that. There are no, as far as I know, we're not really in any WWDC. Is probably the next big event. Microsoft usually does an event in the May time frame, so that'll be coming up. Um, but I don't think we're past Mobile World Congress and all that. So. I don't, I don't think there'll be too much, but whatever happens, we'll be here to cover it. That's uh, right. I do want to let folks know uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't plug some of our other stuff, uh, including Game Nights at GameNights.tv, us playing Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, the uh, Sadly, I did not get enough. There'll be a new episode up at some point this week, uh, but the current episode that's up, you can go check it out. Uh, we fight a giant lobster monster. It's a lot of fun. It's not really a spoiler alert, but it's a lot of fun. Um <laughs> And uh, and Colby, I, can you release a Westworld style recap video that we could watch if we want to that says everything that's going to happen? Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. A spoiler. Can't be any crazier than what actually happens coming up. So, I mean, if if we're being honest, it would be hard to, for me to predict exactly what what was going to happen. That's half the fun. That that's what would make it all the more impressive. Actually, you know? should do that, and then we'll listen to it at the end and see see how <laughs> see if you guessed right. That, that that's a, a good idea, actually. Like, here's what's gonna happen in the in the D and D arc. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how uh, how how off the rails you get. I like that. 
Yeah, so uh, we'll definitely be getting off the rails at GameNights.tv. You can also check out Up for Debate, the show I do with Matt. Uh, We've got a barn burner of an episode coming later this week. We've read Ready Player One. Now we watch the movie. Spoiler alert, neither was very good. But we're going to talk about (laughs) it at UpForDebate.tv. Is that Matt's opinion also? Uh, Matt, (laughs) Matt. So we were sending links of reviews we wanted each other to read before the show. And Matt, Matt wrote, and I direct quote from Slack, I fear we were far too kind to this book. And I'll remind you to those who listen to the episode, we didn't like the book. So Matt's definitely has some opinions um, and I don't think they're positive. So All right. uh, no, no, the movie wasn't that bad, but we're going to get into it. So you can check that out at upfordebate.tv. We will record that on Thursday. So it'll be coming out uh, probably around Friday. You can check that out. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for this show. Of course, our website is don'tpanic.io. It's got all of our episodes, the audio, the video, all the pics. Go there, get the links. Uh, that way, if you buy Far Cry 5, we, 5, we get your Amazon referral link, and those pennies really add up. Uh, you can also subscribe to the show anywhere you get podcasts on Overcast, iTunes, and all the other great places. Video version on YouTube at youtube.com slash don'tpanicshow. And of course, you can follow us at don't panic show at, uh, on Twitter and email us don'tpanicshow at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, that's, I think just about it. We will be back next week with more tech news, uh, and good times. But until then, on behalf of Colby and Dan, I am Sean. Thanks everybody for joining us live tonight and out there on the recorded version. We appreciate it as always. And we'll see you next time for more. Don't panic.